So let us pray. Heavenly Father, once again we thank you for this day. And we continue to come in your presence to ask you to have your way with us. In the name of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Amen. So we are continuing to gain a muscle. Amen. Amen. From where we left it on the morning, you may be seated. Now, we saw how God, God is power to transform is. Sometimes I would ask questions. To see whether people have caught what has been taught. So if I ask you, where does that power come from? Can someone give us an answer? Holy's power to transform. Where does it come from? Brother Virunji. Is that true? Any other hand? Anyone with a... From the seed. You are very good students. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You know, I've taken this as... A as a, a way of checking people's level of perceiving the word. Many times I, I have preached something or taught something to different congregations. And, and when you ask questions like that, people give very different Answers that have no relation with what you have been preaching or teaching. Maybe someone here would have said the Holy Ghost. Another one would have said the quickening power. Another one would say the Shekinah glory. But God is power to transform. He's all enclosed in the seed. That seed will only need the atmosphere to bring out what is there. Do you know that the word of God that you have received in your life it has power it has power to make you all that you need to be. The Holy Ghost comes to quicken it, to water it, so that it brings forth what is in it. Amen. Amen. So, uh, God is power to transform the seed has power to transform itself into what it should be. Amen. Amen. Now, we also we have seen how God made a great Eden 
Through the seed. The great. Eden. Amen. And then if later on the enemy came to deform. What God, what God made. And also now the enemy. Through the from, from the through that perversion and deformation, he has made himself an Eden. Satan is Eden. Eden You know this message is blend. And we should read. You should be readers of the message. Read the message, Satan is Eden. So, Satan made himself an Eden. So, Abraham said, and even put his bride there. Now, let us me, let me begin here. Now, notice today, hybriding hybriding plants. And science comes right back around the same science that does it, says, that is what's destroying the whole human race. As science, you read it the same as I do. Well, why don't they stop it? It's because that they cannot stop it. God's word has said it would be that way. And if they would think for a minute, they are the instruments as Judas Iscariot. Placing exactly the thing that God said would happen. It's doing it just exactly on their own basis of science. By his scientific research in the same pattern, he deceived Eve. He also has deceived the church, which their Eve was a type. Now, Adam a type there again. All Eve rather, rather of the church notice what it did. Through the wandering for knowledge. She slips across the line between between right and wrong. By listening to Satan's perversion. Oh, deforming of the original word of God. And now the church today has become deformed. Now I'm not talking about the people. The individuals. I'm talking about the church world. One is twisted one way and the other twisted another way. And by science, same pattern that he did, he has carried out his threat. 
Satan has over Isaiah 14, 12. He said, let's just read that for a minute. In the book of Isaiah, let's begin in the 14th chapter, the 12th verse. Now I'm reading direct from here. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer? Son of the morning. How art thou cast down to the ground? Which deeds weaken the nations? The prophet said, This is Isaiah seeing him in a vision. See in the age to come. Then he continued to read in Isaiah. For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation. The sides of the north. Then end of reading. So he said, Satan's purpose from Eden was to make his own self an Eden and exalt himself above. So the stars of God would worship him. Sons would worship him. And he has absolutely carried it out now. And when he has done this and brought it into the church, which I won't go in details, and of you listening to them tape to know about it. That's exactly the hour we are living in. And it's certain that it's done, that it's done it through educational program. Better fit, better this, better that. And not knowing all the threat all the time. They are walking right straight into death. Blinded leading the blind, blinded leaders of the, of the nations. Blinded leaders of science. Blinded leaders of the church. Blinded leaders the blind, uh, leading the blinded. Jesus said, let them alone for they will both fall into the ditch. So Satan in the beginning we have seen in the book of uh, Isaiah. He had a desire to be worshipped. As God built his Eden and put his bride there and worshipped him, so Satan also wanted to build an Eden and put his own Bride there, so that he is worshipped. 
Amen. Amen. And there, that is through programs, educational programs. Right. Do you know when they teach and train you? Religious education. They are not training you to know God. They are training you away from God. They are training you off. Of God. One time I encountered a reverend. And we had a discussion on the scriptures. And he realized that uh, I was not easy to be moved. Because I was asking him, where did you get this kind of thing? Where did you get this kind of baptism? And reading the scriptures. And then he suggested, now, you know, pastor, you are still a young man. And you are bright. You are bright. I would, uh, I would suggest you go to, you, you take a course. You go to back school. You go to the Bible college. And uh, it will help you. And you see now, he's diverting me where they get brainwashed. You see? And set them to think the way they want they have they want them to think. So that's what they do. Through educational programs, you find them denying the supernatural. They deny miracles. They say that days of miracles have they ended with the original disciples. And you can never turn them. They are trained that way and their minds are set there to defend that. You see, no all that is a strategy of Satan. Here notice the type of the two Edens so closely typed together till almost deceived the very elected. Matthew 24-24 say that it would be that way but I want us to stop for a few minutes and consider these two Edens. And when thing especially how the Bible tells us that God is what did produce that Eden. No, his God is what did produce that Eden. And how God is what warns us that the other Eden 
would come. Now we also know that there has got to be another Eden. If we would, we would also listen to the prophet Paul in 2 Thessalonians, the second chapter. I could read it if you want to. Nabi Paolo Chayogera Mova Sessoronike Chokubi the Sureo Kubidi was so much he who exalts himself that day will not come of the Lord until that man of sin be revealed. He who sits on the t- in the temple of God exalting himself above all that is called God so that as God is worshipped has gone to be worshipped as how God is worshipped. Think of that. Now Isaiah 14. The prophet said that he saw Lucifer in his heart through a vision and an inspiration of God saying that he would do that. In Isaiah 800 years before Paul. Oh, approximately that. Now, here, 800 years later, Paul sees him. Comes to his position. Notice it, 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 it heads up his Eden, his scientific Eden with his scientific world, with a scientific bride church, called under the word of knowledge, great seminaries, great degrees, educational programs. Are we together? Yes. Satan's desire was to be worshipped. And here Paul, his prophecy is blending with the one of Isaiah. Isaiah saw the desire of Satan and here Paul is seeing it happening that he would be worshipped as God is worshipped. Now Satan also will sit in the temple where God would be worshipped, they will worship Satan. Praise God. Isn't that happening? Do you know millions and Billions of people worshipping Satan, but they don't know. Amen. Amen. They don't know. Amen. Amen. Uh, I believe you have uh, 
followed my subject sometime back that I've been teaching on on images of Christ where I would uh, you know teach it's not really me but I get it from the, what the prophet told the heathens, they have a concept. In idolatry, when they are worshipping idols, they have a concept. They are not foolish. Some of them are very learned people. You see, there is no nation that we know under the earth that has idols, idolatry like India. But you know how India is advanced in science. Even many complicated cases here, they end up being referred to India. But most of those Indian doctors and engineers are Hindus. And the Hindus, all as Hindu religion is, worship idols. Do those engineers and doctors worship idols? Yes. How can an engineer? How can a medical doctor look at a thing that has been molded by man out of clay and bows to it and worship and believe that he is getting help from a thing that man made from clay. Something that has no mind. Now, they are not foolish. They have a concept. They believe that the God they worship is not seen. He's invisible. But to get him, to contact him, you need a housing. You need a body. You need a temple who will enter in. So you build something that looks like him. Then he enters it. It's like this devil people worship on Easter. And they make Easter rabbits. 
because now rabbits are the most fertile creatures kubanga obumyu byebitonde bisingo kubera so they believe that is a gym that is a season of life katubakiriza mwebera season eya eyobulamu because resurrection is life kubanga okuzukira obera bulamu so they use rabbits as symbols katere bakoyiso obumyu ngaka bonero so if the god you are worshiping is a god of fertility katikatonda gosize wabanga katonda wabyabujimu he is a spirit wanzaro he is a spirit mbiyemoyo you cannot see him so you imagine he is like a rabbit because a rabbit is so fertile so you make a rabbit out of clay all out of wood so you fall before it you prostrate and you believe since this Thing is in the image of the other one whom I cannot see. Ngokirizantye echintu chino chiri muchifana nyachiri chesta kusobola kulaba. He will come and enter it. Bukatyoraje kujachingiremu and bless me with fertility. Ampomukisanenzaro. Ampoluzaro. Ampoluzaro. The anointing of a rabbit. Amafuta gavude mukamyu. So that I can also produce. That is the concept. Does it sound foolish? No, it doesn't. It doesn't sound foolish. But this is where they miss it. God. The true living God. The God of Abraham. The God we worship. Truly, truly, he needs a temple to enter. A temple to walk through. A temple to to talk through. A temple to touch through. It is true that he is a spirit. That cannot be seen. And he needs a physical temple. He needs an image. He needs a statue. But. He needs a living one. He cannot enter non-living one. That is where they miss it. That's where their concept is misses and it's different from the real concept and the concept of Christianity. Our God will not do anything without a body. Without an image. But he cannot enter dead one. He cannot enter one that has eyes that cannot see. He cannot enter one that has legs that cannot walk. He cannot enter one that has a mouth that cannot speak. He enters a living one. But this time, 
You don't prostrate that he enters that image. If I prostrate before this brother that God enters him and then he talks to me through that will still be wrong. But what I do I am the temple. I am the image. You are also the temple. He wants to enter every temple that will dedicate itself to him. On the door of Pentecost, he entered 120 temples. And everywhere they went, they reflected God. Brother Brown said, we reflect him like looking through a glass. If this was a glass, and you enter here, people will see you, all of you, through this thing. So God wants to enter you and then you are transparent to reflect him. But when people look, look at you, they see God. That's why in the book of Acts, when they saw the believers, they called them Christians. Christ like. They were like Christ. Now, in the Old Testament, the most prominent worship of idolatry among the religions of idolatry was the worship of Baal. Now they believe there is a God called Baal. And that Baal was a sun god. And the sun gives life to all creatures to the botany life do you know even to animals even to us the sun energizes you and now when it comes to plants they need the sun to grow. That's why you see them growing towards. If you find a tree having grown like this, bending, you seek a reason why. You may find that above it there was another bigger shadow tree. Now that it could not get directly like it had to grow like this and when it went where now the shadow beyond the shadow then it can grow straight so I think that is what they call it geotropism photo oh sorry oh joy is gravity uh, phototropism. Abachita, Murimura science, Abachita, phototropism. 
at you know being turning towards light no kati uh, the sun gives life so kati all the food that we eat emere yona jetulia You know we cannot live without eating. But the food we eat gets life from the sun. So that becomes a god to to the heathens. Because the sun provides life to the crops so that they can get food so their god is the sun so they believed that baal was that sun now they made a an image for him and that image was molded in as a round bread and they believe that when they worship that bread Baal comes and enters it Because God must enter you to work through you. So the only way he will enter in you is when you eat him. So it has to be bread. So that bread had to be round in the shape of the invisible God. So when they worship and prostrate before that bread and worship and call the God to enter there So they believe he enters there. And then as you eat that bread, he has entered you now. That is how it was done in the Bible. In those Bible days, the worshippers of Baal, the heathens, that is how they worship Baal, they worship the Baal, and that's how they believed Baal entered into their lives. To work through them. By eating him through a bread idol that looks like him that he enters. So when that kind of concept moved everywhere in the kingdoms that were under 
Babylon. Finally into Rome. So when Rome was the super kingdom of the kingdoms of heathens. So great was also that religion there. So when they received Christianity. So they could not uh, put away that worship. Because to them that was the root of their nation. That was the top root. But now also now to make a strong uh, the nation politically they wanted to unite the Christians and the heathens so was to make a hybrid between Christianity and heathens so the same idols have to remain. But now they give them different names. The names of the Bible. So they are going to call this one Mary. And they are going to call this one Jesus. And they are going to call this one uh, Judah. No, no. Tadeo. But it's the same thing they were worshipping. Having a different name. So now because that bread was the literal body of Baal that they believed he enters. So now they have to get a body, a bread also now. And make it the little body of Jesus that he enters and you eat him. And as you eat him, he comes in you so that now you have eternal life because Jesus has entered you. And now that is the Holy Spirit. So, that's why you see that doctrine of transubstantia. It caused the death of many Christians in the Dark Ages. Because the true concept of the Lord's Supper, the true Christian concept, is that that wine represents the blood, and that bread represents the body. But it does not become the literal body. And it does not become the literal blood. But Catholicism because it wanted to pass its pagan gods into Christianity. And the pagan worship pass it into Christianity only changing their names so for them they could not 
They could not compromise on that. They could not agree that it represents. The wine represents the blood and the bread represents the body. To them it is the literal body. And the literal blood. Because the bread in the Old Testament where they worshipped the Baal. That bread was the literal body of Baal. And that bread becomes the real body. And even the substance of it would change. Are we together, church? Is it confusing you? You are catching it. Wonderful. So that is the key doctrine of Catholicism. Read the history books. Read about the history of the matters of the world. By John Fox. By John Fox. Read that book. Written by John Fox. Called Matters of the World. You will realize that that doctrine of transubstantia was the main issue where they killed many Christians. Rome killing many disciples of Jesus Christ. On that doctrine. When they would get you, and you're not a Catholic, a Roman Catholic, but you're a Christian, you must recant what you believe or you are killed. And the distinction they found it on that doctrine. Because they call themselves Christians and you also call yourself a Christian. So. But the difference would be that they would hold you on that doctrine. Do you believe in the doctrine of transubstantia? Do you believe when the priests consecrates the Eucharists? It turns into the literal body of Jesus Christ our Lord. Do you believe when he consecrates the wine, it turns into the literal blood of Jesus Christ? If you the true believers would not stomach that, they knew better. They knew that is idolatry. They knew that is a worship of Baal. They stood their ground. Said, No, I don't believe that. I believe it remains bread and wine in substance. But it represents. They would burn you there. 
Roma Even today, people don't know what the real idolatry of Rome. When they see those eight statues, 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 they think that those are the real images. The greatest image of Catholicism is that bread which they eat. And when the priest rises it and uh, consecrates it, he starts bringing it down somehow shaking. Singing their songs which are like so it's no longer wine that it's now bread. It's no bread now. It's now it has become the reward. They become careful with that uh, when they have humbled themselves. receive you the blood of Jesus Christ. bring out the tongues. I take you, Amen. Then they sing so that Jesus has come in me, I thank you. He has come in my name. Now Jesus has entered. Because that's how Baal would enter. Enter in his worshippers. We are talking about the worship of the devil. The way how the world is worshiping Satan. For the aim of Satan to come to pass. And in the scripture, Paul said that he sat in the temple of God. So that as how God is worshipped, Satan gets uh, worshipped. Now, when the Bible talks in Revelation 17, John saw a woman. Oh, I'm so uh, how the eyes of the ego, the eyes of prophecy. He saw a woman. Who was a harrod? But she was seated on many waters. That even the kings of the world uh, fell with her. And they got drunk of her uh, fornication. And that woman is Rome. And the, the wine of her fornication are those hidden teachings that it has made to those teachings to enter in Christianity. John saw her being drunk of the, drunk, uh, of the blood of the saints and all the saints of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because there are many that she killed in spirit and in flesh. When she was holding a cup in her right hand, full of all the filthiness of her fornication. 
Catholic. Now when God looks at the Catholic teachings and doctrines that they have used to influence the world to influence even the Protestant world through Christian education and catechism and things and those doctrines have no connection with Christianity. But they have their roots in paganism. God sees a whore feeding people with the filth of our fornication in a cup. You think that is rough. God hates that thing more than we can describe with our voice. And that is the language he uses. And upon her forehead was written the name Mystery Babylon the Great. The mother Mama of harlots and abominations. She's the mother of harlots and the mother of abominations of the earth. Amen. Now listen. She's a mother of harlots. Meaning she has harlots. She has daughters who are harlots. Like the sons wouldn't be called harlots. But it is a daughter who is who would be a harlot. And the woman in the Bible types church. But these are daughters, meaning those who came out of her. In other words, the Protestant world made of uh, Anglican, Baptist, Methodist, Baptist, Deliverance, that world of protestants they are daughters to that woman when I read there I see the grace of God why would you escape paganism how would you escape worshipping the devil He's seated in the temple and is being worshipped where God should be worshipped. How would you escape him? If you left Catholicism, you got full gospel and you find him there. You got Baptist and you find him there. You run from the mother and you go to the daughters. Still you're finding the devil there. But thank God. In Revelation 18, we hear voice of the great angel proclaiming, Come out of her, my people. 
that you be no partakers of her sins. And where, which mouth is declaring that voice? Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great and dreadful day and he will turn the house of the children to the father. And in the days of the voice of the seventh angel when he shall begin to sound the mist of God shall be finished. So in the voice of Elijah it is the voice of the seventh angel that sounds loud going across from horizon to horizon come out of hell run from denominations as you run from cancer as you run from a plague come out of hell blessed be the name of the Lord that's why we say the grace that God has given this world is Malachi 4. Is the prophet of the age. That is the grace that God has given to this world. We can say for God so loved the end time world that he sent Elijah the prophet that whoever believeth in him should come out of the worship of Baal and go back to worship the living God. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ. God loved us so much. He really had mass upon us to separate us how would we have survived to worship the devil people there they are sincere they intend to worship God but who do they find there they found their satan seated in the temple of God being worshipped as God is worshipped Satan is Eden. Eden A world prepared by science. Controlled and inspired and influenced by science. And a, and a bride. World Council of Churches. She's Satan's bride in Satan's Eden. Science. Praise be to God. The world of science. Satan being worshipped. Sitting in the presence of God being worshipped. 
of any letter or anything that seems to come from us us that the day of the Lord has come. He said that that day will not come until until, uh, there comes a falling away. That is the devil. Be revealed. Who sits in the temple of God and is worshipped. The world is worshipping Satan. The world is worshipping Satan. This world is not our home. This is not our kingdom. Jesus called Satan or referred to Satan as the God of this world. He is the God of politics. He is the God of economics. He is the God of the world. No wonder in his system there is no justice, there is no honesty, there is no peace. We only survive in this world. Just be just be wise. As serpents and and as and as innocent as doves. But I send you as sheep among wolves. In your office, the people below you will want to use you for corruption. The people above you will want to use you for corruption. If you be, you act as a, as a hindrance, your life is at, st- at, at risk. So it's a system of Satan. Politics is Satan. That's why he told Jesus Christ, worship me and I give you all these things. For I gave you, I was given and I give whomsoever. Satan. Satan. The time I reached at the border, I felt grieved. Nagenda bankebed the COVID. I went when I had tested for COVID. COVID. And I was negative. I came with, with the form where I had tested from. After 72 hours, it is expired. Go to the office for, for testing. And that testing costs a hundred thousand per person. And we are three. Meaning I have to pay for Brother Quinton, I have to pay for my wife and my three hundred thousand. Then when I went, I asked those people, will you, will you, will you, do I have to wait for the results? No, they said, if you wish to wait for them, but you are free to go, it will find you there. Now, after I've entered this community, which is also polluted with COVID, COVID, 
Now, if those results find me in Kampala, whom will they save? They don't have even isolation center. That COVID is isolated. Now if they come on my phone that I have COVID, now what will it help? I've, remember I've given my COVID. Whom have they saved? It's the system of the devil. Just to make people suffer. I went to the office. And I looked at the man who was. Here. I told the man that, that I have a complaint. Please help me. He said, What is it? System. I told him that this system. They are telling us to test. As if they mean that we are coming from in Kenya, there is much COVID compared to Uganda. That's number one. The second, they are telling us that they are going to give us the results where we are going. Now, whom will we have saved? What meaning does it have? The officer looked at me and said that. You're really very right. He said, this thing is just bogus. It has no meaning. He asked me for my passport and he's just stamped. Even that of my wife and that of brother Quinton. Went to the other one of Uganda. Because the other one stamped even this one had to stamp. And we just crossed. But which meaning do you see? Government is making people to suffer at the border wanting to steal their money. It's the system of the devil. Now, if you find me having COVID Kenya, I went without COVID now I have COVID. What will you do to me? You have an isolation center where you keep me. You again left me to that the results will find me on my phone. Then what next? The system we are in is of the devil. Jesus said that I send you like sheep among the wolves. Jesus don't who said those words. We are among the wolves. But let's be wise. And know how to survive here in these systems. Now what happened as Brother Kiwa had left here in Uganda, he told that when he was crossing the border, they also, they also asked money from them. And after giving out the money, they don't even take away a sample from you. They just stamp. 
but you're negative. Really? Really? How would you treat your citizens like that? Oh, you saw ya abantubo mungeri wechu. Hmm? And the government is aware. I think a government is chimani wununchi. All they need is money. As if we have a crime of bringing COVID. That all COVID came. We have to pay for it. That is how, that is the world we are in. Yellow fever cards. I left Uganda having tested yellow fever. I went to West Africa. I forgot my yellow card, card at home. So when I reached Nigeria, Nigeria, I mean Ghana, I'm crossing into Nigeria. They told me there is no way you can cross without a yellow fever card. But they are being sold here. At the bus station. One station your bus. And because I was vaccinated already, I bought one. Right now at home I have a yellow fever card for Uganda. A yellow fever card for Ghana. Uganda. And the governments are aware. It's a matter of choice. Do you want the injection or do you want the card? Now, which meaning does it have? Does it have? Uh, does it make any sense? And they make a very big issue out of it. And they make very big face. You cannot pass without a and they, many, they know those cards are just bought. They are bought. Today, COVID cards are being sold. Cards are COVID. Even by hospitals. It's a matter of choice. Do you want the jab or you want the card? Now, which sense does it make? Which sense does it make? It seems money and the card are the ones which uh, immunize COVID are not the medicine. That's the world we are living in. I send you like sheep among the wolves. So here is an Eden. Eden Satan is Eden. And Satan is bride. Is here. Raising dust for us. All the preachers must go to school, must have a, 
at least a diploma in theology. That's why you find many pastors, pastors who are manipulating the people, stealing because they are not educated. Beg your pardon. Does education remove a demon of stealing from a person? The corrupt government officials. The government is marked for it is sinking. Government and he doesn't know what to do. It is sinking because of corruption. Are those people in the offices stealing? Are they lacking books? So, no, we are surviving in a wrong place. Satan is Eden. Satan is bride. These programs are absolutely anti-Christ in themselves. Now he has got to have an Eden. He said he would do it. Here is the simple word of God saying he would do it. And here we look right out and sing him do it. He has done it with his intellectual scientific denomination of bride. He is going to take head one of these days. He's going to take to take head one of these days in the world council of churches that will be set up. So, to a scientific Eden. No, Rachel, we have a scientific Eden. Everything is made easy. It's an Eden. Eden, Yahweh. You want money, just press buttons from here. And you reach your account and you withdraw. You want to deposit, you don't have to go to into line. You just press buttons and you deposit money on your account. Life is easy. And at the same time, a lot of human rights Rights of children, rights of everything, rights of cats, rights of dogs, rights of everything. Rights, rights, right. Ought ye not to rebuke your child? That your child has a right.
That's where we are. The people know because they are bad people. They were planted in that straight row like corn. But Satan sold the creepers called science. Creepers are called what? Amen. Research, education, doctor's degrees. The degree is about doctor. When talking about just medical doctors, doctor's degrees in theology. Sometimes they won't even let you in the pulpit unless you can produce a doctor's degree from some seminary somewhere. It's all wrong. Not the people. It's the program that's wrong. And now what, what, what's it then? It's all headed up again and brought this whole entire world through a bunch of high breeding. Perversion of the original seed of God. To another darkened chaos. Brethren and ministers, most of that team, they were teachers. They say that today, it's children that have uh, higher powers in school. That sometimes children come and say that we want this. If you just allow us, we will not ban the school. But if you don't allow us, that now even the curriculum changed. You, it's you to besiege the child. And you try to handle the child. And you try to sweet talk the kids. Then that's when you'll be able to teach them. But the other old time teaching was tough. Bend or break. The other one was of bend or break. Children would stand. And declare of their right. And they say that we want this. If you don't give us this, we are going to do this. But now you have to baby them. Do you know that even our children at home? That's what they want. The child wants his or her right. You don't ask the child where he or she is coming from. And you don't just ask that why he or she is late. He or she has a right. You don't follow much. When you try to follow on every bit of it, you mommy or daddy, you become an enemy. 
He wants his right. That's this generation that we are living in. It's just waiting to be burnt. Now, as they are how they study in such an environment, and those spirits that enter in them, now you pity the coming generation of children. And let's pray much unto the children that we are producing now. Because that's the influence they grow under. These days schools higher. They hire workers to sweep the school compound. In our uh, days, how could a school hire workers? It was the children to clean everything around the school. And you do it when the prefect is standing with a cane. I remember the time when I came, the boy was even older than me, but I was a prefect. I was the head boy. Others would be picking. For him, he was just pocketing. The prefect told him that, you man, why don't you work like others? He just stood and looked at him. The prefect came and called me. When I reached there, I did ask I just started immediately. Cane on the back. You must bend and pick. But these days, you can't do it. You'll be in trouble. But these days, it's just to baby around. Now, that naughtiness is what they bring at home. It's them that want to have power. The Bible says that woe unto my people. Uh, they are despised by women. And they are, they have um, children have power over them. That is an abomination. You know that scripture in Isaiah? When God sees people who are ruled by women, ruled by children, God sees the perversion. Because that is not how it is in the rules of the kingdom of God. Spare the road and spoil the child. God saying that. These days now they know how to. You see, even me, my mom has never caned me. And even my dad has never caned me. Because they say that you can't carry someone in a skin of a dog. Then someone replies that me, I carried the other person who died in the same skin of a dog. If you carried that child in a dog's skin, now where is that child? Now you're bragging at me, my dad has never caned me. That's why you're just spoiled. 
Is that something? The Bible talks of caning. Amen. Spoil the spare the rod and spoil the child. Brother Branham now you get a Kentucky mothers. Brother Branham talked of uh, the Kentucky mothers that we need the same mothers even this age. Coming in the hours which are not allowed to come in at home. You just grab a stick and Keynes until you explain where you're coming from. What's up in my house? You training that was the training that would uh, make children to grow with knowledge and wisdom but not the child of these days this age is dead Satan is bride in Satan is Eden Eden is standing doomed and heading for hell Like what they were saying previously, they should let children come at school, those who are pregnant. They come when they are breastfeeding. Why the other generation, all that age, you could not even think of that. Lockdown, lockdown, does it mean fornication? Lockdown, how is it related? How is it connected? As if it meant that at school they give all its the treatment or a dose that would prevent them to uh, commit fornication. Now when they went uh, at home in lockdown, they had no medicine to prevent fornication, so they had to. Yeah, the place for medicine was closed. Mufu. <laughs> it's the age we are living in, the age that is dead. But I am so glad that God is mindful of us again. He can still move upon the face of the condition. He promised he would do it. And call a little flock which would be his bride. Do you see the generation we are in? Wicked and defiled and evil. We are in but the midst of that chaotic condition, God promised He would move upon it again. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And He would call a little flock which would be His bride. The speckled bird. A speckled bird. A chinyonya chilikuwa kabonero. A chinyonya chilikuwa kabonero. A chilikuwa mavala 
mark with the speckles of the mark, the mark of the blood of Jesus Christ. When you are special in this world, you are unique. You are the bride of Christ. You are that unique bird. And the special species. That must be protected. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Notice here again now how perfect this church is type all these Eden. Go through a seed of his own word. Gold through a seed of his own word. And there is only one thing that can quicken that word. And that is the spirit for it is the life giver to the world. And when the life in the word meets the life of the spirit. It produces whatever the seed is. Now notice what happened. The God of Eden was God's economy of innocence. In the in God is in the garden of Eden was God's economy of innocence. And that was the one the dispensation. The first dispensation was innocent. The people know no sin. They didn't know anything about sin. Both Adam and Eve were naked. Adam But they were hid from their nakedness. By a spirit veil over their face. They never knew that they were naked. At all because they were hid. For God's veil is in their own minds. They didn't know what right and wrong was. And them both turning their naked showed that the knowledge had not yet come to them. See that they were naked. The bear was naked and knew it not. Now, if you will turn, if you wish to, or write it down, Revelation 3, third chapter. The Holy Spirit predicting this last age to the Rodation Pentecostal Church age in the last days he said thou art naked and blind blind anoint not there is God's seed under innocence. Not knowing at all they were naked and avail of the Holy Spirit veiling Meaning Adam and Eve. And now in the last church age we find here, here that they are naked again and don't know it. But it's not the Holy Spirit veil. It's the veil that Satan slipped over Eve back there. A veil of lust. The last veil. They are so filthy till they don't know 
that they are naked. Our women on the street with a short on sexy dress. And the others were filled with the presence of the Holy Spirit. But these ones are veiled with the veil of lust. And they knew not about it. Someone sent me a piece in the paper the other day of this new dress that they are going to wear. I think 14 inches from the hips. Or something. And I wonder if our women folks does realize that that is a last veil. That thing that has uh, veiled their eyes, there is a spirit of lust. It's what that has taken away that uh, shamefacedness. So that they can be that naked. Yet they don't know about it. They don't have any conviction. They don't have any problem with it. Uh, because they are naked. Do you see the Eden of the devil? The devil being worshipped. Luli. The other time. They, they were naked but they did know about it. But what was governing them. It was the Holy Spirit. They didn't know about sin. That was okay. But today. They are veiled by sin itself. Until they don't mind to be naked. Until someone, or sometimes we visit places, either you have gone to shave your head, and there is a TV there. Because we don't have TVs in our homes. And you see women on the screen there totally naked. Just putting on another underneath And they are twisting sexually with men like the, the and it has to take insanity to rejoice in that. And someone who seems to be 
a honorable man. He puts that on his screen. And visitors around and relatives. And children. And they don't feel ashamed. Something that you look at and you want to look down. You are not ashamed. This is Satan's enemy. They are veiled with a sin veil. Until sin has become normal. And it is a style. And it is prestigious. Today. A girl to live in a community, say a school. And she's a virgin. She's taken to be backward. So backward. That she's a virgin. For them, they are civilized because they are defiled. How does that become something to be proud of? When a woman who gives her body to a man that is not her husband, Brother Branham calls it a dustbin. That's what he called it in the message marriage and divorce. She becomes a sex dustbin. And last night I was reading a message. And Brother Branham said, The non-virgins, the whores, would not go to the well at the time when virgins would go there. Virgins would go to the well proud. But those kind of people would go secretly when the normal people have left. He was illustrating Jesus Christ meeting this Samaritan woman. She wouldn't go when other people are going proudly and with dignity. But today, what was filthy and a reproach is what is being promoted as civilized. But a generation. Satan is Eden. But it is ripe for fire. It's right for judgment. That's why we are living in the season of burning with God's judgment. 
Before the children of Israel returned to Canaan. He said I cannot send you now. When I still have pity and mercy for the Amorites. But I will allow their sin. To be so up. That when I'm destroying them. I have no pity. And I have no regrets. Because your going back is the destruction of those people. So that is the heart of God. He does not destroy someone. Who still has some. Something to pity. He has to allow him to do the worst. To stire. God is wrath. And when God is destroying that thing. He feels so justified. That's why he has left this generation. To become like that. Where sin is celebrated. Sin is coronized. I mean it is crowned. It's coronated. Someone sent me a piece of paper. <laughs> we have read it. And now you would say, I can prove before God that I'm innocent of any adultery to my husband. But still at the judgment, you are going to be called an adulteress. The Bible says so. Jesus said, whosoever looketh upon a woman to lust after her has committed adultery already in his heart. Blind, naked, and donoid. Not them poor little women out there. There is nothing I got against them. Is the evil. Yes. It's, it's that evil. Yes. And the system of the church seems to fail to recognize it. All stand against it. Let them bob off their hair, wear makeup, and short some things under the name of Christianity. What a holy thing. It is. See, they are naked again. In Satan's Eden, and knows it not. They don't know it. I believe I see perhaps looking across here the swimming pool. The women out there now. If that woman only realized that what she is doing 
but she doesn't know it. She's naked. Her body is sacred. She strips off the clothes that God clothed her with. With skin for this generation. No, with skin for this generation. She constantly cuts it off. Cutting off she is naked under the word of civilization. Higher education. Better civilization. Higher ethics. Let me be sure that this soaks in. It's all of the devil. And it will be destroyed at the coming of the Lord Jesus. It will be destroyed. Every bit of it. There will be one thing left. God bless you. Amen. I thought today I will complete, but still, I've not completed. But my message is so good, I don't want to, to leave it uncompleted. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Aren't you so glad that God called you out and set you free? From this uh, Satan's Eden. From this Babylon. To call you into his little flock. To mark you and separate you. And make you different. From the people of the world. You must be proud, proud for the difference that you are. You must be proud. You are one in a million. You are a speckled bird. You are God's minority. And God is endangered species. That must be protected. You don't have to flow with them. You don't have to look like them. You are different. Praise God. I'm so glad that Jesus sent me free. I'm so glad that Jesus sent me free. Oh, I'm so glad that Jesus sent me free. I'm singing glory, hallelujah, Jesus, oh, I'm so glad that Jesus set me free, oh, that Jesus set me free, oh, I'm so